Test one, two, test one, two. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Welcome to The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. All of Brewski, the podcast that is more exciting than what, Steve? Watching paint dry. <laughs> that's not a great endorsement, but uh, you did pretty good for being that. on the fly, right? I mean, that's factual. It's more don't exciting than a 24-hour porn marathon. Like, I don't know. Hey, what what, what bar fact? are we setting here? Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can see our website online, thevocalminority.net. If you just get tired of us in the podcast, you can roll over there and see our socials. Those are all funny clips. We don't uh, put anything that's just mundane. It's nope. all funny. It's funny and usually going to upset somebody. So see if you're one of those somebodies. Go check us out on all the social medias. You can see what we look like, including Nick right now, who seems to have splattered stuff all over his shirt. Splattered stuff all over my what? Your shirt. What did you do? You got like splattered. He went outside. It's raining where he is. Oh, Oh. that's right. Yeah, no, I went outside to take a piss, dude. Oh, the Seattle stereotype. It's raining there, huh? Yeah, dude. This weather is starting to uh, psychologically get me down. I'm just tired of it. It's rain. It's uh, 56 degrees right now. That's the high today. Mm. I uh, I hate the stereotype because I lived in Seattle for 10 years. And whenever I tell people, I used to live in Seattle, oh, it rains there all the time. Right? Oh, yeah. But um, I always tell them, fun fact, top 20 rainiest cities in North America. Seattle's not on the list. No, it doesn't. It's not top 20. So If you go somewhere to, say, like a Florida, uh, when it rains, it rains. And I mean, it rains a lot of volume in a quick amount of time. Miami is in the top 10 rainiest cities in North America. You don't think of Miami as being rainy, and no one paints it that way, but it gets more rain than Seattle does. Seattle just tends to get little misty things here and there. It usually never just dumps in Seattle, but in Miami, it just opens up and dumps. Yeah, and that, I think that's also why it gets hard over the year is because it's always just like slightly raining. It doesn't rain and then stop. Rain and then stop. It's just yeah, it's always slightly raining. <laughs> what do you got on your list uh, as we dive into important topics on the vocal minority with Nick and Steve? You got yeah. anything for us? I guess we're going to check your man card today. I've got this oh. article here that says there are 12 things that every man should own. So. I started to look at the list and thought, okay, maybe there's something here. So, A, I want to see if we all own them, if we agree that these are essential man things. If we don't, do we need them? Women listening out there, gender-neutral people listening, if you're shopping for, I don't know, uh, late Father's Day, early Christmas, next birthday coming up, maybe this is something that uh, your man might be needing. There you go. Have you noticed, by the way, that everything that they always suggest for Father's Day gifts are always things that give you more work. My sister's ex-husband, and I do accentuate on the ex, uh, was notorious for, on Mother's Day, these were the two funniest (laughs) gifts that he pulled off. Uh, One Mother's Day, he got her a thigh master. (laughs) And on the other Mother's Day, he got her a vacuum. Oh, amazing. Was he joking or he was that dumb? Oh, he was serious. He was dumb. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I love him, but he's dumb. I saw a fun little fact the other day that Father's Day is like number 20 on the list of most popular holidays. Well, Can you even name 19 other holidays? (laughs) I mean, fathers are so unappreciated. Listen, dude, I will take this. I will edit this out of the program if you don't want it on here. But I, I, you... 
I know that you've made comments in the past of like, I hope people remember. Uh, like, what are you doing for Father's Day? Uh, well, the bar is uh, right here. I just right. hope they remember it. And is that is that a usual thing for people? For me personally or in life in general? What do you just mean? in general, I suppose. I think fathers are often uh, underlooked, overlooked, whatever. And uh, yeah, they get crappy ties or something. And uh, right. whereas Mother's Day, the, the red carpet gets rolled out. You're oh, yeah. Luxury and... Um, which is not wrong, but if I think Mother's Day was number two on the list, I mean, I would like to think Father's Day would be in the top five at least. But yeah, it's uh, not though. No. Well, I'm not a father, so I don't know. But uh, Happy Father's Day to you, Steve, and you, Bruski, uh, two of the world's finest. Uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> Bruski, did, did did your son reach out to you? He did. He did. Oh, I, was, I love I was, that he did. Yes, yeah, was, amen. <laughs> Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. And for those of you that missed Thank previous you, episodes, Brewski discovered through uh, ancestry DNA that he has an adult child. Like so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, so he reached out to me while I was on a drive to uh, to New York City. Because you're out yeah. working. Because that's what dads do. <laughs> well, happy Father's Day, you bastards. Now let's get into our manly list. All right. So these are uh, apparently 12 items uh, that, uh, what is the headline? 12 bare minimum things that every guy should own, according to other men. As we know, men are usually kind of dumb. So let's see if we agree with this list. Yeah. Uh, first thing on the list, in no particular order, a good quality wallet. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I. I'm very specific in a wallet I will use and won't use. So yeah. yes, what what are those criteria? Like <clears throat> the criteria only. <laughs> what is it? Velcro wallets only? <laughs> no, I wouldn't use it. I mean, I may might use a Velcro, but no, I use a front pocket wallet that oh. is holds my cards, and then on the backside has a magnetic money clip. Interesting. Oh, okay. And it's the only thing I'll use. I need my cards the most, and this one is fancy too because you can click a little lever down on the bottom, and then like it shoots your cards up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's wow! Nice. Look at that, fancy. See, uh, I have so, a dumb wallet that pretty much I have my debit card in. I mean, it's about all I use in my driver's license. I guess I have way too much storage for what I don't actually need. And my kids are always like, "Yeah, hey, I need five dollars for school today." I'm like, "I don't have cash. This is yeah. modern era. I got to go to a bank to get cash." <laughs> So I I try and keep some cash on me, uh, just as small denominations, you know, all the time, especially if I'm traveling, I'll stop and get some cash, but, uh, I don't carry cash to purchase things with usually. I think the wallet I have right now I've had for at least 10 years and I don't know what it costs because I didn't buy it. My, my ex-wife bought me this wallet because she was disgusted by my old wallet. (laughs) I, I used to, um, I had a chain wallet. You know, yeah. you did, dude. I remember I that. I did too. Yeah. And I, you know, I first got that. I will tell you, I had my social security number memorized because I lost my card in high school mm. and it felt my, uh, it was in gym class or maybe basketball practice after school or whatever, but I took my pants off and my wallet fell out and I lost my wallet and it had my original social security card in it. So I didn't do the chain wallet thing to be hip. I wanted to chain it to my body so that I would never be able to lose it like that again, or no one could take it out of my pocket or whatever with minimal effort. So, and then, yeah. I was in a rock. I don't buy it. Long hair, and I thought the I, chain kind of looked hip. 
Yeah, I don't buy that, that you bought it just to change your body for No, it is. Security. That's where it started, for sure. But then my wife started telling me, like, you're a little old for this chain wallet stuff. <laughs> I, I always reject the premise. Like, I'm still awesome, so <laughs> why not have a chain wallet? It looks cool. What's wrong with it? And she hey, ridiculed bikers, me. Bikers still doing. wear them. Who? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Bikers. Bikers. And bikers yeah. are cool, right? <laughs> so, awesome. So I know, one, for one point for like Christmas and my birthday, she bought me a new wallet. It was like, oh, that old one got lost. Here's a new one for you. And That's I've had that thing forever. So I don't know what she spent on it, but I can't imagine it was that much. Yeah. Well, you got to get a good quality uh, wallet. So we agree that you need a good wallet. Yeah. All right. Fine. All right. uh, the next one on the list, and this one's debatable to me, uh, a well-fitted suit. Every man should have a well-fitted uh, suit. Uh, I agree, but do not conform. I, 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 I you don't uh, agree. I, I do agree. I think that I should. I think that's good advice. I think you should always have a suit that fits you. Uh, and I have a couple of suits. I've just outgrown them. I need to lose weight before I can get into them again, and I'm not going to buy another one. Right. Do I own one? No, nope, I sure don't. Do uh, you have a jacket? No. I, uh, no. Wow. I don't. I have chosen my career somewhat wisely in some facets. Um, that working in radio and especially in this resort hippie town I live in in California in the mountains, yeah. nobody wears suits around here. So I don't ever need one. What and are you going to wear to a funeral, dude? Um, I, you know, I can piece together a shirt and tie. Um, I've got like some sort of button up shirt that I wear casually, but if I need to button it up and put a tie on, I've got one. I don't know how to tie a tie because it never comes up in my don't? No. Come on, really? I always do some janky thing where I make some sort of knot out of it and I just mold it to look somewhat professional and tighten it like it's totally <laughs> wrong. But uh, no, I've had to YouTube that thing many a times and... Um, I remember somewhere in my early 20s, I subscribed to this philosophy, and I went out and I spent like $800 on a really nice suit and struggled for occasions. Uh, two notable occasions. One, uh, my first ever radio job interview. I was fresh out of school, and they told us in school, like, wear a suit and tie when you go on this interview. Right. I showed up in Seattle, and there was a program director that went to my same broadcasting school. So as a courtesy... He uh, said, come on in. Like, we're not really hiring at the moment, but I'll interview you. You so know, come run through, Yeah, we, you know, run you through the motions. If a job comes up, you know, I got it. So I showed up in my full suit and tie. We did the whole interview. <laughs> nice guy. The end of the interview, he was like, can I give you a little advice? And I'm like, yes, sir. What? He's like, you look ridiculous in that suit and tie. <laughs> He's like, look around this radio station. Do you see anyone wearing a shirt and tie? Like, I'm the boss, and I've got a polo shirt and some khakis. Like, you look way fancier than me. Like, you stand out like a sore thumb. Dude, Don't it, wear a suit and tie. To it came room. from our father's generation because uh, when I went to the – I never interviewed to work at the first radio station I worked at. I just was an intern, and they hired me. Yeah. So when I went to work for Robin and Maynard on that morning show, I showed up in khakis, uh, button-down collared shirt with a tie and tucked in, you know, uh, mm -hmm. no jacket or anything. And he, I walked into the interview, and he started laughing at me. And I, and I was just like, wow. I felt so stupid. Right. But he was like, why are you dressed like that? I was like, let me assure you that I never oh. dress like this. I'm so uncomfortable. Sergeant Harris. Was that about Maynard? No, Sergeant Hair Club. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I was like, I never dress like this, but my dad would have been the first person, like, you know, clean yourself up. You got to look sharp, you know, put on something nice when you go in yeah. for that interview. Yes. 
And, um, you know, we're talking about trying to get hired wearing a suit and tie. I got fired wearing a suit and tie on purpose. Um, Chris Elliott, who we call him, our program director at the Good Time Oldie Station, <laughs> he called me in on like the last day of the month, and I knew he was going to fire me. Like things had been escalating between us, and I knew that's what he was doing. And I know when, you're doing this, Steve. I see what you're doing. Exactly. When he first called me, he's like, I need you in my office today at 11. I'm like, yeah, I'm busy today. Can we do it tomorrow? He's like, no, I need you to come in today at 11 a.m. And it's the last day of the month. I knew what he was doing. So yes. I put on my full suit and tie <laughs> and so went in for this meeting and i sit down in front of him he's just like what are you wearing (laughs) i had worked there for years i had always been in t-shirt and jeans like every other dj there i was just like what we're having a meeting i thought i'd dress for a meeting like taking it seriously why are you wearing a shirt and tie (laughs) okay on the other side of that coin of radio stories actually i own a nine inch nails t-shirt that is finally falling apart that um that i bought for a radio interview I don't know if you remember the story or not, Nick, but when the original vocal minority was, we lost our flagship station in Seattle, yeah. we, we were working with Mr. Anderson, a famous radio agent, Yes, and he got us an interview for the morning show at the uh, the Funky Monkey. It was a radio oh, station in boy. Seattle, and he told us, he was like, if you two show up to that interview with khakis and a polo or suit and tie, I will strangle you both. Get a Metallica shirt or something, like show up looking the part for the love of God. Yeah, and we both thinking, had to go buy them, right? Right. So we both went out to, I went to like whatever that trendy. Hot Topic? Store. Yes, Hot Topic the mall. <laughs> it was just like looking for a vintage t-shirt. I'm like, I like Nine Inch Nails, sure. So I wore a Nine Inch Nails t-shirt to this job interview, and I've had that t-shirt all of these years. It's finally just falling apart like 20 years later. So. I still have my t-shirt from that interview, too. Yeah. We didn't get the job, by the way, but let's be honest. I mean, how many people were ever listening to that station anyway? Yes. I think we were too big for that station. All right. All right. Next one on the list. 12 things that every guy should own. According to other guys, uh, another debatable one here, uh, a good watch. What do we think about good watches? I don't. I, I spent money on a Swatch watch from 1985. <laughs> I was going to say 1986. No, 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 no. They're no, still no. making Swatches. No, really? no, no. The, you, don't, you don't understand. I recently, within the past couple of years, sought out and found on eBay <laughs> okay. the watch that, that got stolen from me when I was 15 years old, uh-huh. uh, freshman in high school. I had saved all summer to get this Swatch watch. It's a, called Yamaha Racer. And um, yeah, I don't think that qualifies, but I hear what you're saying. Does Swatch Watch are those still a thing, or can you only buy old ones? Oh, no, you can still no, buy they, them, they, dude. They're they, still they a great them, yeah. big company. I still have it. I 100% agree with the article. I am a watch collector, and uh, I probably have close to 100, if not just over 100 watches. Oh, wow. I yeah. knew you were in a watch. I didn't know you had 100, though. Yeah, I've got a ton of them. Uh, first of all, first and foremost in this story is that I think a watch. If somebody dies or a watch as a gift or if you inherit a watch, I I think it's if anyone if you guys die, don't give me any money, nothing. I want just a watch from you. You know, that's kind of my gift. So uh, but yeah, I have a ton of watches and I do think everyone should have a great watch. I hate that these smartwatches have become a thing because I yeah. can't wear all my watches. It well, sucks. I was just going to say, because the picture in this article is somebody holding up their new Apple Watch, and uh, I don't know if that qualifies anymore, you know? I don't I don't think it does. I, 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 there's a woman that's on well, the sports network here in Boston who's always dressed really nicely, but she's got an effing Apple Watch on her wrist, mm. and yeah. I see it, and I'm like, it ruins 
what you're doing there. It just, right. I just, I just think it does. Yeah. I agree. When I go out somewhere that I'm not just in t-shirt and jeans, I usually wear my nice watch. But I like my steps and stupid stuff like that to be counted. So I wear this, you know, just when I'm, you know, rolling it's more, around. It's more functional than fashionable. Right. Yes. The smart watches. They do. It's have a computer. We shouldn't even look at them as a watch. You know, it's not a art driven timepiece, you know. Yeah. You know, into my 20s and 30s, I started wearing nice watches and I was very much into the big watch face thing. You know, I got well, at least one or two good watches where it's the big face. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, 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 actually, that, that's the style right now, too. I'm all over the place. You know, like I am uh, I would rather have a vintage fine watch if i have my choice yeah. but i've got a lot of new watches um and yeah i want a larger face i found that when i had my fancy watch that i still check the time on my phone constantly because i don't <laughs> sit there and do the math like the big hands there the, you know, so, yeah. so it was totally for fashion but now i've gone the other way and i do have an apple watch which i feel like is not it doesn't look as fancy or high class, but so many people have them that I feel like you blend in. Like if everyone else is doing, I can do it. But it's almost like know. a second cell phone, dude. <clears throat> yeah, and I don't use it the way I thought I would. I like it for the stopwatch, and nowadays I like that I can control Spotify when I'm walking around the house on it. But yeah, I don't text with it much. I don't do any of the fitness tracking. I like I, I don't use it for what it's meant for. So I'm thinking about going back to a traditional watch, but I don't know. Go back, cool. dude. I'll join the. I'll join it with you. But I would agree a man should have some sort of watch on, whether it's a swatch or a smart watch or an old school. Yeah. So next thing on the list, 12 things every guy should have, uh, a reliable tool set, basic tool set for around the house. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's for every man or woman. I think anyone should have a reliable tool set around the house. I agree. And tools do get expensive, and there's a difference between the basic tools. But now that I've you know gotten into dirt bikes back here, I have a pretty comprehensive tool set going on in my garage. And yeah, yeah, if you want a nice tool, it's ex- tools are expensive, dude. Oh yeah, I got at least a grand worth of tools. Not that I bought it once, but just over the years. Of, sure, oh, I need this tool now. I need that tool. Let me get this uh, torque wrenches, all this stuff. Like I kept stuff. all my dad's old tools, only because I mean, well, for nostalgia, sure, but they're also so expensive. Like if you can get tools, uh, that's fantastic because they're getting more and more expensive. Unless you go to Harbor Freight, something stupid, you know. Oh, or go to a yard sale. That's you can true. find so many good tools at yard sales yes. or pawn shops. Speaking of working, yes. there, people came in with tools all the time. That's and most right. of them were like, you know, I got this Makita drill. I don't have the battery pack, though. Like, you know, <laughs> what construction site did you snag this on? I lost the battery. Yeah. <laughs> Or I got a brand new set of tools here. I've got six cases of brand new tools. <laughs> I bought two yeah. on accident. <laughs> right. They're all Christmas gifts. Yeah. The exact same set of Makita drills or whatever. Everybody should have some tools. I've met a lot of people, particularly conservatives, where I say, you should have craftsmen tattooed across your forehead because you're a big tool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one on the list, uh, a good grooming kit. This yeah. is an interesting one, as you've gotten older, at least, I think. Do you guys have uh-huh. good grooming kits? I do. I mean, I mean, it's quite, uh, I got a large grooming kit. I mean, I've purchased several things to make one Nick Reynolds grooming kit. I see. And covering yeah. what topics or portions? Uh, of well, uh, I need clippers to cut my hair with. You, you know, cut your like, own hair. Yeah, I cut yeah. my own hair. And That's then. Weird. It's weird, it's, by the way. It is? Why do you say that? Yeah. Who well, cuts their own you, hair? The son of and, a barber who is who cuts their own hair. <laughs> yeah, well, I and, and, so. and on top of that, don't you have at least a few hairstylists in your family? 
I do. And you know what? So like, here's the thing. I cut my own hair, which is, you know, it's very hard in the back. It took me a long say, time. I don't even know how you pull that off. Uh, but uh, I will sometimes go to my mother. I see her throughout the week and say, hey, will you clean me up in the back? But for the most part, I cut my own hair, you know. So I got to have good clippers. Uh, and then I got to have good clippers for my beard. I got to have nice shaving accessories. I, you or have I different don't. clippers for your face versus your uh, intimate areas. Yeah, uh, 100%, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Do you? I don't. No. You don't? I use the same clippers I do with my face. So, I oh. have before, <laughs> and I don't think it's gross because, I mean, whatever. Like, we're cutting hair and then getting in the shower, right? But uh, I tagged my balls a couple of times over the years with the clippers that yes. i use for my face and it's Ooh. incredibly painful and it seems like it stays on your nuts for you know a yes. long time when it you holds on okay. i have different ones now the you know you we always hear about uh what's this the man groomer something oh, the manscaper manscaper yeah. I, I have been interested only because it's supposed to not cut your balls. It's not supposed to be able to cut you there. So yeah. I should look into it because I struggle with that. Um, not, I mean, the occasional nicking and whatnot, but just, you know, my guards don't work very well. I end up going freestyle anyways and just kind of winging it down there. And you know. Especially yeah. the guards don't work on the nut hair. I mean, I always have to take the guard off for specifically for the nut hair because I guess I don't have enough of it that it's like I can slide it through with the guard, you know? Right. And what are we all sporting, by the way? What's the modern-day trend for 40-something, 50-something dudes? A totally uh, bare, a little turf, full-on astroturf? What are we talking? Completely uh, gone. Oh, oh, you are completely gone. Like straight oh, no, razor? No, 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 straight razor, yes. For you? Yes. Wow. An actual what straight I- razor you're using down there? Oh, yeah. Oof. Wow. Wow. You are adventurous. <laughs> so, and, and I mean this sincerely. It's not a joke. Yeah. Uh, do you look like a baby down there? Like, no hair? No, 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 oh, no, no, no. no. Just, I, I, a lot of times I just take care of uh, the, the twins. The, oh. And, but but so, anything else anything else above that? Yeah. Then then I just use a little bit of scissors to, to cut. Because I'm not a hairy person anyway. I mean, I have maybe 11 chest hairs if I'm lucky. You know? oh, let's back up though. You use a straight razor on your balls? Yes. Wow. Holy mackerel. You are you. living dangerously, man. <laughs> you are a danger mouse, dude. That is oh, incredible. Not, not just that, but you know, I got a little bit of lotion that goes on there afterwards, get a little stinging going. Nice. Makes you feel alive. Uh, do you guys like the sting of aftershave? I love it. I made that mistake when I was like 14 and I shaved for the first time. I have never used aftershave since. Wow. See, and that's that's funny that we're so different. Like, I don't feel groomed unless I get that sting going. I like the sting at this. But do point. you use a straight razor on your face or an electric? Straight. See, I don't. Oh, okay. the first time I ever shaved, I did a straight razor. I cut myself. I'm like, why am I doing this? And then I put aftershave on. My skin lit on fire. Like. So, no, I always use an electric shaver. You never cut yourself. There's no the, foam, no nothing required, and you don't it, use aftershave. Is it, but it, it's a different one than you use on your beard. It has a screen on it. You can do two ways. You can do a guard, so you can do your beard and keep it whatever length, or you can just go to the razor on it. And when you the do clipper. That, you, okay, so yeah, you, you never can't. get smooth as a baby. No, no. Okay. No, right. I don't want to. It's I don't understand the hassle, shaving cream and all that stuff, cutting yourself. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem with cutting myself. What about the AstroTurf down below, though? You mentioned your uh, your your nuts, but uh, what 
What kind of length are you doing on the patch? Just keeping it so that it's not because I'm sitting a lot when I'm working. Yeah. And sometimes when I'm driving, things if it's too long, it gets all wolfy, then things start getting pinched. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Start I, getting, I only and, laugh because so, I can relate. And it's always it always happens when I have a passenger in the car. And you can't you can't go <laughs> reaching down and start adjusting stuff. Especially yeah. It's a pretty much kick. free range, but you keep it a little under control. Yeah, he yeah, just trims much. it up. Okay. Uh, yeah. I am about the same. Uh, I don't know. I've never gone bald like a baby. Yeah. Uh, I porn just star balls. Yeah, porn star balls. I don't. I never do that. I just. I don't know. Maybe my uh, pew patches. Maybe you got a buzz uh, cut. So there's still an some there, but it's short. Yes. Yeah, I'm the same way. Okay. Right. Yeah, and I've got other grooming kits too. By the way, I've got. Uh, uh, very detailed manicure set. Yeah. Right. You mentioned uh, an earwax thing recently, didn't you? Earwax thing. Oh, I've got the uh, Navage. Did you buy the whoosh? I've got the Navage. Right. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, yeah, I got to keep things straight here. I got a lot oh, going okay. on with this nice. big body of mine. Oh, you're a beautiful person. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, let's see. 12 things that every guy should own. A well-stocked bar at the house oh i do not i don't have anything maybe i'm lucky if i have a beer in the fridge and a half drink thing of tequila in the cupboard but i don't have a full bar stocked in my house i never have okay Uh, nick i'm envisioning that you do you probably have a well-stocked bar yeah i i mean i do i couldn't make uh i couldn't make you a margarita or you come up with some of these things but i can make the standards you know i got things to make old fashions i can Ah. make you a fruity drink i can you know pour you a shot of tequila i've got a pretty extensive see nice you you, that feels like a mature man to me that i could just show up at your house and say make me a you know dry martini and you you'd have (laughs) yeah my father always did my you know and i think uh and my brother comes here a lot and he expects it so <laughs> yeah, i mean like, growing up every other kid's house always you know because you're always stealing from the parents liquor stash but oh, yeah i've never had that i've never had it i shop on an as-needed basis for new year's eve or whatever it is all right well i had a friend growing up whose parents had um a liquor cabinet that had a lock on it yeah. and he found a way to actually get in behind the the the, the panel to get into the thing that's fine. And we tra- we drank all the booze and in, in the in the, the thing, and then we refilled the bottles over time with water. Yeah, yeah was my sister thing. did that to my dad with a bottle of uh, gin of all things in high school. <laughs> she had a party, and she was like, "I'm going to take this bottle of gin out of my dad's thing." And then they filled it up with water, and she told me about it. I was like, "He's going to know. He drinks it." <laughs> and so she was like, "No, he's not going to know. It looks like it's almost full." I was like, okay. So we were at home one night. My dad gets out to make a uh, a gimlet, you know, <laughs> he yeah. pours a little gin and he's like, who was in my gin? And I was like, not me, dad. I can assure you. Why? Does things taste watery? <laughs> so my sister was like, you bastard. That's so he looks at her and he knew right away, dude, you got to be careful. I was going to say, you're going to get caught, but plausible deniability is your only good angle there of like, who did it? When would it happen? Who knows? Could have been grandma. Not me. (laughs) You sure you didn't do that, Dad? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Let's keep kicking through this thing. So uh, another thing, uh, I already know Nick Reynolds' answer on this one. A nice pair of sleek shoes every man should own. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, you got to have at least one nice pair of shoes. 
I have a pair of black Converse. That's as nice as my shoes get. Are they canvas? Con- regular cons or are they leather yeah, cons? Yeah. They're all okay. black, so it's canvas and the black leather toes. So they disguise as black dress shoes. It's what I wear when I have a wedding, funeral, court date, or whatever it is. <laughs> okay. But no, I don't have nice shoes. I know you probably have a pair for each of your hundred watches, right? Well, my dad, again, was always like a believer in nice shoes. And he oftentimes, all his nice shoes, like nice, expensive brands, always came from the thrift store. They were, you know, he never paid a ton of money for his shoes, but he bought nice shoes. Mm. So I got a few pairs of his shoes, which, you know, I'm too fat to fit in right now. You know, my feet got bigger when I got bigger. Yeah. That way, but okay. It can, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, my dad was a nine and a half in a shoe, and I was always, I could pull off a 10. I felt better in 10 and a half. Uh, I, when I buy now, I guess it's the width of my foot. Yeah. I need, uh, I got to have an 11, sometimes an 11 and a half now. Yeah, that was never a thing as a teenager, a kid. As you get older, now your shoes get wider. Yes. All right, moving on the list here. 12 things every guy should have. Uh, How about a good vehicle? Nice car. Should we all be having those? Uh, We should, but uh, that's not always possible. I. um, This is a little socionomical uh, discriminatory here. Can you afford a nice car? Yeah, and for years, way into my adult life, I couldn't afford a nice car. So when I got a nice car, like I was so appreciative of being able to do that. But there are times I miss driving a junker. Yeah, my car is classier than I am. I've been leasing cars for the last several years that I got a real job. And so every three years I get a brand new car, basically. And I I feel like that's way nicer than I am. Yeah, right. And Brewski's got nice cars now, too. But I'm sure you had two. I only have two cars. Yeah, but they're both nice. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I just wanted a car that I got in and turned the key and I started every time. I mean, that was a goal for a while, you know. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know very well, yeah. My car has a computer in it. I feel like that's like way out of my league. (laughs) Yeah, it is, dude. And you get to soup yours up. I mean, you put wheels and tires on them like you're, you're, you're a real adult. Only because I have a family connection to a tire store. Otherwise, I would never spend money on custom rims. That just seems silly to me. But I took advantage, so I do have a nice set of rims. Yeah. I would say having a nice car is a rite of passage at some point in your life. And uh, until then, I mean, yeah, sometimes you just can't do it. Yeah, no, agreed. Uh, the next one on the list is every guy should have a, uh, a mini library in their home. Uh-huh. Expensive leather-bound books. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Burgundy. Yes. Yes. I've got a I nice uh, a collection of comic books in my house, but I don't own any books. Uh, with the exception of like the Howard Stern book, <laughs> I don't. I don't have really it. no books. No, no, I don't. There's, I don't. Ne- there's never been a book that you enjoyed that you wanted to to own, like like put it, your it, hands on that it made that it made a mark on you in your life amazing spider-man number 300 uh i'm not kidding i have the howard stern books sitting around my house because i enjoyed those but no i'm not not a book guy so no i don't have a collection going yeah what about you guys do you have a little mini library in your house next to your liquor cabinet and watch collection <laughs> i will say this dude that i have a lot of books in my house 99.9 percent of them belong to my wife uh, I own a few books, but in full transparency, I think I've only bought a few of them. Most of them are gifts from Rachel. You know, she'll give me a book that she wants me to read or whatever. And do you and read it? 
I got a few to read, dude. Yeah, someday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll get to them. What do we think about people, though, that have a library in their house that you know damn well they've never read any of those books? Oh, Sure, if it's just for decoration. I mean, Rachel's dream is to be able to have a room in the house that is for books and sitting and reading books that has the ladder you know on the pole that you get up like she wants that and she could probably fill it and she reads i mean she reads all the time she reads every night before we go to bed in front of me but she reads constantly but how often do you read a book twice i've always wondered why are you keeping these books you're gonna read it again yeah, uh, like uh, so she reads multiple books twice, three times. Sometimes, wow. if she really seems enjoys like a waste them. of life. You already read the book. Yeah, but you already watch a movie. How many times have you seen Top Gun, dude? Well, but that's brainless. Reading requires some, you know, <laughs> for some, dude. I think there's different I, types of people because that's the way Rachel relaxes. Mm. See, my attention deficit disorder does not allow me to <laughs> read books. Mine period. doesn't either. Uh, next one on the list: Every guy should have a good, comfortable bed. To me, this is like the car. Like, until I was into my 40s, no. It was every hand-me-down mattress I could find, but now I actually have a real mattress. Yes. Uh, you should have a real mattress. There's no sense in junk sleep. Uh, you can finance a mattress. You should have a nice mattress for how much time we're in those bad boys. And it appalls me. Uh, I'm just like you for a good portion of my life. Uh, until maybe I was 29, 30 years old, I did, too, have the pass-down mattresses. Why were we doing that? That's so disgusting when I think about uh, yeah. it now. Like, would you, you take my mattress? Oh, it's very disgusting, I realize now. All the dead cells and DNA and everything else all over that thing. I mean, 10 pounds of dead skin from your body yeah. in a mattress after 10 years of ownership. Yeah. My parents, you know, are uh, from the early ages, not ice ages, but they're, you know, boomers. Okay. <laughs> so they would brag about, like, we've had that mattress for 40 years. Right. You know, that couch lasted us 50 years. Like, that's I was going to say, it doesn't count if it used to be a nice mattress, but now you've had it for 20 years. <laughs> right? Yeah. You do have to replace those things. Yeah. Uh, next one on the list every guy should uh, have a personal hobby. Now, they're pointing to, like, guitar playing as a, as oh. a good personal hobby. But I don't know. I guess that's a wide-open thing. Every every guy should have a personal hobby? Yeah, some little skill you have to show off. Uh, you, can, you can whittle. You can play the guitar or, like, whatever it is. You play it's the exhausting, guitar. dude. It's exhausting to be so great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, I'm tired of, like, a man should have a hobby. Like, do I really need a hobby? Can I just chill? I got a lot going on. That can be a hobby. What? Chilling? Watching TV or, you know, whatever, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I think you with a hobby, I think you're supposed to. I feel like I need to learn slash practice slash, you know, keep up with it slash enjoy it. It's hard for me to enjoy a hobby uh, that's consistent. I like to pick up my guitar once in a while. I don't want to play it, you know. Fridays at five. I is you know go do your hobby. I like to hike sometimes. It's not a hobby. I don't do it all the time. Mm. See, I, have I a stumbled into this one by being a former long-haired musician. Now I still have guitars and I still play, and everyone thinks I'm very, you know, uh, elegant or uh, sophisticated or whatever. Like you've learned <laughs> to play an instrument that's very mature. No, would, would you consider riding dirt bike a hobby? Sure. Yes, I would, I would. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a hobby? Jason? Me? Wow. <laughs> it's so weird for you to say my name. Yeah, I know. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I mean, 
you know, my I think my drifting <laughs> is a hobby. You're a good hobby guy, dude. You're uh, going out with your uh, dancing lessons for this festival you go to. Like, you've got some hobbies for sure. Uh, yeah it's so funny that you bring this up because i was talking to rachel last night uh i i I don't think i really have any hobbies i mean i guess if i really think about it uh i should have a hobby and maybe like watch collecting i like to say collecting stuff is a hobby so yeah for sure you've got some good collections going you can show off your watches your vintage ashtrays that we've all learned so oh yeah yeah Yeah. i yeah and uh, yeah i guess that's a hobby but it's a lazy hobby. The only nuance to me of being collectibles, uh, having a collection of things, it's it's a fine line between being a collector and a hoarder. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> you know, so you got to uh, refine that collection and display properly. A hundred percent. And I'm bad at it, dude. I got to oh. tell you that my collection, I used to thrift, go to thrift stores at least twice a week. Uh, and I had to, I had to stop. I mean, it was almost like a drug because I was filling my house up with stuff that I was just like, I don't have a spot for this. I don't know where to put it. Right. Yeah. So I had to back down on it a little bit, but my garage right now, dude, you couldn't park in it and you probably would have a real hard time walking in it. It's, <laughs> it's a, it's a mess. If you display things, it's a collection. If you just got them stacked in your garage or your closet, it's hoarding. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, Nick, I almost added to your uh, collection uh, about a couple of years ago. I was talking to this uh, lawyer friend of Rachel's that 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 you're friends with as well. Right. And she was saying how the court stenographer always would come over and start asking asking the attorneys for their business card. Yes. Right yeah. away. And, and and it was a pet peeve of Rachel's, which she'd be just at the table trying to get her stuff ready and the stenographer's coming over and she's like, can you leave me alone, please? Right. I'll give it to you when I leave. That is pet peeve of hers. Okay. So, so I happen to be on the Goodwill site and I found a court stenography machine <laughs> and I bought it. I bought it and it, it had it shipped to my house. I was going to ship it to your house uh, to send to Rachel with a note attached to it. Can I please have your business card? But then I realized, I, but then I realized a, it's going to cost way too much money to ship it again. Yeah. And B, Nick doesn't need this cluttering up his, his garage. <laughs> yeah, so I ended no. up just giving it to, to like a local thrift store after I paid money for it and paid to have it shipped to my house. Oh, man. Funny. That's funny. I appreciate the thought for sure. I, you know, I would have taken it from you. And that's my problem. That's my issue. Where do I, where am I going to put that, dude? Right. Yeah. You should have like taken that thing to like a subway restaurant or something. Just sat there like taking notes. Like I'm here to take notes. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go about your day. Yeah. The subway exactly. stenographer. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last thing on the list here. Uh, every guy should have a gym membership. Mm. Uh, That's debatable. You have yeah. to use it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It doesn't say that. Actually, you're right. Well, dude, I'll tell you. I had a gym membership for a long time. For. Uh, I don't know, six or seven years at least. Yeah. And, and how many times paid, you use it? I, uh, Rachel and uh, I bought this package when we signed up. Spent like $2,000 for personal training sessions. Okay. Wow. Uh, I had to forfeit it. I mean, after seven years, I never did all those personal training. And I went to the gym maybe once every two months twice you know maybe i'd get on a little kick for a week here and there but like yeah no it's January. a waste of money dude yeah 
I worked with a gym here in Tahoe. They were an advertiser, and they had some great deal where it was like you know ten dollars a month or whatever. And I was just like, yeah. "What's going to happen if like five hundred people sign up for this?" And they laughed. They're like, "In January they may, but no one ever." Ninety percent of our business is people that don't ever show up. They buy the membership and never use it. Yep. Yeah. And it's all. What other kind thing, of business dude. is that where ninety percent of your customers pay you and never use your product? Yeah, no, it's incredible, dude. That's why there was so much uh, pyramid scheme crap happening related to gyms. That whole industry is a dirty industry, dude. Okay. I was actually in the hot tub once at the gym, and some dude comes walking in, and he's got a towel on, and I'm just like, what's this guy doing? <laughs> and, he, and he walks over to the hot tub and drops his towel right there and goes to get in. Naked? And I'm just like, yes, at the dude, gym. That's funny. When I go to the gym... When I did go to the gym, I would always get in the hot tub and uh, carry uh, extra pair of shorts with me that yeah. I would put up on the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> just to give you space around you? No, just to let him know. This dude could be. Are his shorts up there? Is he naked in here? Oh, no, yeah. that's brilliant, though, because you don't want people sitting next to you in a public hot no, like, dude, Yeah, that's brilliant. Hanging uh, a pair of shorts up there. Just in, that, in that bubbling stew of, you know, everything. Yes. So gross. Oh. Uh, do we feel manlier? I think we checked most of those boxes, and the ones that I don't check, I feel oddly proud of. Like, there's some part of me that likes being immature still in a lot of ways. Sure. Yeah. You hold on to your youth, dude. I'm uh, getting up there in age, but still locked in at about 24, I think, mentally. <laughs> I think that's about right, dude. <laughs> so, well, at uh, least you're above the teenage range, so that's good. Yeah, exactly. And I'm do a we have 24-year-old. Do we have time to blast through this uh, list? We can get, let's get through it because I think okay. it's ridiculous. All right, at least give me the highlights, the preposterous elements. So I'll give them to you. Tell everyone what we're talking. Uh, about. We're going to go over the list, and like I told the gentleman when we were uh, doing a little show discussion, uh, I'm pretty sure this article is only for clickbait. It's just my opinion, but it's the 18 most overrated artists of all time. Yeah. Um, my brother sent me someone specifically on this list to jab at me. All right. And mm. I was like, oh, we'll read it on the podcast. I'm the assuming way I know who it is and it's absurd already. So, yeah, right. yeah let's click through them. I'll, let's give some quick thumbs up, thumbs down, or whatever. This is just their criteria. Okay. Even if an artist has numerous hit singles or a trophy case full of Grammy awards, it doesn't mean they're anything special outside of gaining critics' approval. Is well, that's why, kind of the baloney, way that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if you're selling tickets, selling albums, winning Grammys, you must be doing something. Millie yes. Vanilli can only win so many Grammys before, you know, they fall apart or whatever one-hit wonder out there. Like, come on. 100%. So but, my brother, okay. you, you know, who did my brother send me, Steve? Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews on the list? He Please. was like, look what they're saying about him. Now I will. No, just I know Brewski's going to agree with this. But no, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just not a fan. That's all. So I'm. I'm indifferent, actually. But do you think he's overrated? I think it's way overplayed, and I can't stand outside of Nick Reynolds. I can't stand most of his fans. Yeah. So you would <laughs> probably think he and is that would, overrated. And that would that would include my cousin. So. Yeah. All right. Well, this I this is how I know this is at least this one is not legitimate. This is what it says. 
Dave Matthews, this might be hard for some people to hear, especially those who live in New Jersey and New York. But Dave Matthews is nothing more than a tri-state icon who made waves in the music scene for wearing tight jeans and strumming a guitar. Oh, that's what I think of when I think of Dave Matthews. Yeah, that's not what I think of either. First of all, I mean, when he started, he was wearing all the uh, African garb of these loose, you know, pants. He wasn't wearing tight jeans. And he does wear jeans now, but they're not tight by any stretch of the imagination. So you don't know what you're talking about. Was he wearing dashikis? Yes. And he does really? so much more than strum a guitar. All right. Yes. This okay. is insulting on multiple levels. <laughs> I will have your back here. Listen, Dave Matthews, when you actually get to know his music, is a extremely talented singer-songwriter, puts on amazing live shows. And speaking of the stats we were mentioning earlier, like Dave Matthews has been one of the top-grossing touring acts of the last like 20 years. You yes. can't have that sort of sustainability if you're some overrated one-trick pony in tight jeans. Next on the list is Justin Timberlake. All right. People were saying that Justin Timberlake, when he first came out with his first solo album, was uh, like, oh, wow, he can not only dance, but he's an incredible musician and singer and blah, blah, blah. Uh, his second album was released and critics uh, said no, nothing spectacular, dude. Come on. That's an interesting one. You know, anyone who used to be in the Mickey Mouse Club starts off in a hole with me. Uh, yes. You know, your your Miley Cyruses or whatever. Like, but so, Hannah but, Montana. You know, Britney Spears, you know. <laughs> But if you can really establish a career that is sustainable, like when your first album comes out, I'm probably going to make fun of you. But I got to say, I mean, Timberlake has had a lot of hits over a lot of years. He's gotten into acting. He's yeah. on SNL. Like, I have a hard time saying that he's overrated. I mean, he yes. is a talented musician. So. He's going mean, to rock it's, your body, dude. Well, it's, it's easy to get lost when you're a part of a boy band like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and just like ask any of the, of the big boy, the boy bands that haven't really hit a big 98 degrees. Right. Yeah. Who else you know. in NSYNC has sustained a career? Nobody. So I well, the, again, I have a hard time saying he's overrated because he's there's, a, there's only one person. And even then, that's debatable. And that was Joey Fatone. And that's because he was in my yeah. big fat Greek wedding. And he's yeah, got he some Broadway host, thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought Lance Bass was going to be the, the big breakout star from that group. Didn't he die? Is Lance Bass oh. dead? Oh, he's alive. I think so, but his career is dead for sure. <laughs> um, so I'm saying no to both of these so far. Dave Matthews, not overrated. Justin Timberlake, not overrated. What about uh, the man, the tiny man in purple? Prince, is Prince oh. overrated? No. Uh, no. All right. That's offensive. Come on. Prince is one of those performers uh, who vows the crowd, or who wows the crowd. The problem is is that the artist has a solid fan base and a lot of followers who really didn't know more than two of his songs. Please. The man knows what doves sound like when they cry. I mean, yes. So but that's, let's even look at the songs he's written for other people. Right. He wrote yes. Manic Monday, for God's sakes. Yes, sure. he did, Bruce. You're right wrote, I Feel that. For You by Shaka Khan. Yes. I mean, and the other thing too is that most times when you look at the credits uh, on the like the album, yeah. he didn't put he didn't put anything on in his that would let you know that it was him that wrote it. Right. It'd always be uh, some some anonymous name and all that sort of thing. He created another band. He created Mars Day in the Time for God's sakes and wrote every single one of their songs. Well, yes. and Prince is a band. He plays the instruments on most of those albums, all of the instruments. So. Absolutely. And he is a very prolific guitar player. I mean, he oh, is my. I mean, come on. On, guys yeah. prince made the list uh, that's i uh, it's clickbait oh, veto again keep going 
Okay, uh, Ariana Grande, can we agree on that? Yeah, she's overrated. All right, let's move on to the next. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I, I will say, I do like seeing her naked. When are you seeing all these yeah. women naked? Yoko Ono last week, Ariana Grande this week. It's easy enough to, to go look it up online. Are they fakes? No, for real. Did someone <laughs> steal her phone? Maybe. Yeah, see, dude, I can't look at that stuff with Ariana Grande. When she gets old and fat, she'll be Ariana Vente. So. <laughs> that one's good. Uh, next on the list is Madonna, the queen of pop. Mm, Disagree, no. dude. I'm not a Madonna fan per se, but it's hard to say she's overrated. I mean, she was an iconic part of the 80s and had multiple hits. And still has a good base. Yeah, into the 90s, but still has somewhat of a base today. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And she was in Playboy. I remember stealing that issue from my dad. So, uh, yeah, she looked good. Anthony Kiedis. He himself, just the Anthony Solo, not the. Uh, yeah, they are talking about Anthony Kiedis being overrated and uh, also overrated as pertaining to as the lead singer of the Chili Peppers. Like, okay. anyone else could have done that flipping job. Anthony Kiedis when, is the m- biggest part of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, and they've See, been just, cranking out iconic hits since the eighties. Okay, but but here's the thing though: look, when you do higher ground, right? Yes. When when he does that, when it's kind of more of a rap thing, that's that's where he's good. When he starts trying to sing, like trying to carry a tune, he's awful. Uh, I mean, I, I don't agree, but to say he's overrated, first of all, I don't think he's rated. Like, who holds him up as a solo? What's, or you know, what's that, what's that song? Fly away on my Zephyr. Uh, listen to that. The, him trying to carry that tune. It's just awful. No, I've never thought that though. That's interesting. I mean, under the bridge. I mean, there's a lot of stuff he sings that never stood out to me as a bad singer. But I also yeah. don't hold him up as like a solo part of. Yeah, that. I don't know. A lot of people are like, I'm a huge Anthony Kiedis fan. Right. But certainly the <laughs> no, Chili no. Peppers. No, they're iconic. They've proven themselves. Next one on the list. Uh, yeah, I gotta disagree with this one again. One Mr. Neil Young is overrated. <laughs> don't tell that to the bostonian over there i mean go on we talk about why would i get all bent out of shape about that isn't that a big seventh inning stretch fenway park you no, said neil that's, diamond that's, or neil young would you say he said neil neil young oh i think it's neil diamond sorry and on, top, and on top of that on top of that anyone who knows me will tell you that when they play sweet carolina red sox games i lose my effing mind and not you in protest? a good way oh okay oh my god it's just so awful it's terrible I and on top it. of that it's a song of a pedophilia well sure it's time for another brewski this one is a crazy brewski yeah. On the Neil Young topic, first of all, I, I mean, yeah, he's a rock icon. I don't see what is overrated about him by any means. Like, he's not a, he's not like a Madonna thing, though, where everyone's like Neil Young t-shirts at the mall or something. But No, but I think a lot of people uh, of our vintage especially, and I mean, even teenagers today would think that if you're into music, like Neil Young is a big part of that in so many different ways. Like, come on. Well, he had a, he had to come back, though, too, with... um. Pearl Jam, because remember they were calling him the Godfather of Grunge. Yeah, and that's what, I mean. I prefer a lot of his CSNY stuff as opposed to his his own solo stuff. Sure. Huh. I like yeah, it. All. Not overrated by any means. So. Yeah, no. and he, he does. does. I mean, he still plays with Dave once in a while. He'll sure. play with Eddie Vedder or Pearl Jam. Yeah. So one so far, I agree with. What else we got? All right. Next on the list would be one. Uh, she has a few names: Jennifer Lopez, J Lo, J Ho. Hmm, she might be overrated. I mean, I know she's had a couple of hits and she's a good actress. Listen, she is also 
she was Selena. I mean, you've got a community of people oh, who boy. loved Selena, and when she was murdered, it was uh, something d- tragic and terrible. And she did Selena, and everybody loves her for Selena. No, they don't. What are you talking about? The Mexican community in particular, the Tejano community, was yeah. pissed off because they took a Puerto Rican girl, woman, and had her playing a Mexican woman. They went crazy over that. They were like, you couldn't find a Mexican woman to play her? I'm like, you're all Hispanic. What does it matter? Mm. But it, to them, it mattered. Oh, wow. I've never heard that before. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I guess she one. sustained a career, so by that standard, she's probably not overrated. But I, I don't think she's worth the hype that she's gotten. She's a great ass, though, too. Next well, one on the list, I know you guys are... Uh, well, if you don't disagree with this, then we're not friends. Uh-oh. Okay? All right. Jimi Hendrix is next on the list. <laughs> Of course, my son asked me that. He's like, recently, he's like, who's this Jimi Hendrix? Is he well-known? I'm just like, dude, like, probably the greatest guitar player ever. So, no, he's not overrated. He's he's properly rated. And Although, even if you wanted to debate whether he is the greatest guitar player ever, that's a constant debate. Uh, you have respect for Jimi Hendrix. Come on. Yes. Even if you well, want to say he's not the greatest, he's certainly one of the greatest. He no, but things it, with the guitar that no one had done at the time, and everyone's emulated since. So that's that. <laughs> Enough said. Right. And I will uh, say I was watching, I had Spotify on the other day, and Voodoo Child, it came on. It was C-H-I-L-D. And I was like, what, what is that? They spelled it wrong. Yeah. I had to Google it. The original song was Voodoo Child, C-H-I-L-E, and that's the yeah. only way I've ever seen it. I never yeah. knew that, dude. I never made that connection. Yeah. Uh, that it was spelled with an E on the original? Yeah. Yeah, it's Voodoo Child. Yeah. And when he re-recorded it with the Jimi Hendrix Experience on a different album, they changed the spelling to Child with a D hmm. on the end. But I've only ever known it as spelled with the E on the end. But I had to Google it. Apparently, it's a thing in the Hendrix community. But I would go old school. It's Voodoo Child. Next on our list is uh, the one and only Jean Bon Jovet. <laughs> well, I mean, he ended up in a band with his name on it. So how can he be underrated? <laughs> right. Well, I'll tell you this. I have vowed never to see John Bon Jovi yes, in you know. at Tacoma. He upset uh, you. I know. No, no, he sounded like he brought on a damn accordion player. <laughs> he had an accordion. He had an accordion player on stage in lieu of Richie Sambora playing guitar. Uh, no, it's offensive. Okay, come know. on. I get it. I get it. <laughs> That, that, However, then, Bon Jovi has cranked out a lot of hits over several decades. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I mean, well, is I go, overrated? I don't think so. Although it's his got, life, dude. He, he got in trouble recently. Remember last year? They yeah. found out that he was um, using all backing tracks and he was vo- uh, was lip syncing at his shows. Wow. He's getting old. Uh, next on the list is uh, Axl Rose. Mm. Guns N' Roses. Mm. Well, listen, GNRs is one of my favorites. Appetite for Destruction is probably the greatest hard rock album ever done, but he did not sustain himself. So no. by that standard, I mean, they faded quickly after Appetite. Their best songs on the next albums were older songs like Civil War and Don't Cry. And, and yeah, GNR kind of fell off the cliff at some point. And nowadays, Axel's embarrassing to see well, live. And so, even, I mean, Axel Rose is known for being difficult and, the, you oh, know, prima uh, not good sure. to fans, prima donna. Yeah, they yeah. fell well, apart. And now he's that, just kind of a guy with a beer belly who should go to bed. In the grand scheme, he probably is a little overrated. 11 Grammy awards to her name. Is Taylor Swift overrated? 
Oof, boy, my firstborn would execute me if I said she was overrated. Uh, Neo <laughs> loves Taylor Swift. And I just looking at her, again, it's like Dave Matthews. Like, Taylor Swift has such a rabid fan base that Swifties. I can't really, yes, I can't tell the millions of people that are selling out this tour and just worship this woman. She can't be that overrated. She's got to be doing something right. I mean, yeah, she's getting yeah, a exactly. very, very dedicated following. So, yeah. So, uh, next one on the list EAP, dude. EAP. Elvis oh, Aaron Presley? Presley. Oh, it's Elvis yeah. Aaron Presley. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like EMF? Who are we talking about? I thought you were going to say Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. I thought- <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. No, Elvis, Elvis Aaron Presley. Is, Elvis is not overrated. No. That's, that's easy to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one we may argue on. I'm not exactly sure, but next on the list is Billie Eilish. Oh, well, I mean, she's so new, it's hard to say in the grand scheme of things, but she's definitely doing some good at stuff and um, is not following the mold. Uh, she's overrated to some people that have hyped her up this early in her career as being just this icon, probably, but she's got good stuff going there. Okay. Yeah, and she looks really good naked, too. <laughs> You've not seen her naked. I have, too. You can look them up online. The the, the pictures are there. That's got to be fake. It's she's gotta like, be no. Those. Uh, she's actually not shy about showing off, but unfortunately, but some she of the- is. That's her whole thing that she doesn't want to be sexualized. That's why she dresses in baggy oh, clothes. Oh, really? And- yeah, that's a, go. Go look him up online, dude. I'm gonna dude. have to just for research purposes. <laughs> yeah, let me know what you find. Uh, yeah, Billie Eilish. I mean, her and her brother Phineas are amazing musicians, but uh, I feel the same as you. I mean, she's only been around a while. We'll find out if she right. has longevity. Yeah. How about Gwen Stefani? Of no doubt overrated hmm that's a tough one i don't think so i mean no doubt was great she did a bunch of solo stuff um i, I don't know that she's held up to icon status to most people but i don't I think mean, she's overrated she's, she's had a sustained career and some good music and i think she has held up i mean she was on the voice and now that she's married to blake shelton she's sort of back in the limelight with that romance and you don't stay in a band touring for 30 years without having something good about you but wait you know? but hasn't didn't no doubt break up a long time ago wasn't she just doing solo stuff and hasn't she for some time they still play yeah. together i was gonna say i think they do really? some occasional stuff but no she definitely yeah. went solo at some point yeah she's, she's got a, solo. a girl yeah she's just a girl dude right she can't do it all on her own <laughs> uh <laughs> next on the list is eric clapton uh-huh. Uh-huh. As much as I want him to fall out of a window, he has uh, earned his status as a uh, rock and roll icon. He's God. He's one of the greats. Uh, 18 Grammy Awards. Yeah. I mean, I don't like where his politics have gone of late, but you can't take away from what he's done musically and what a great guitar player he is. Yeah. Next on the list is Bob Marley. Robert Marley. Mm, interesting. I understand that reggae gets a one-trick pony rap, but uh, everyone knows who Bob Marley is. My mom knows who Bob yeah. Marley is. So, no, not overrated. Not and overrated wrote, as a musician and an activist. I mean, come on, right. guys. Not very good at taking care of basic medical needs. Uh, no. Dying of gangrene that he no. didn't get an infected toe looked at. But besides that. It was a different area, dude. Come on. <laughs> right. uh, and, and also, he's, he was also, his name is used to refer to uh, smoking weed. Yeah. So, smoking so. a Bob Marley. Yeah. Uh, Cindy Lauper is the next on the list. Yeah. I mean, if this isn't the 80s, she's probably a little overrated. Well, what has she done for me lately? I mean, she's well, still but, out touring. I mean, well, but the other thing, too, is you have to go. So been I mean, before the 80s, though, in the 70s, she actually had a decent 
musical career in the 70s. It wasn't until the 80s when she really hit it big, but she was on that singer-songwriter uh, sort of like acoustic guitar thing for a long time throughout the 70s. Yeah. yeah. Real, I would say I, I mildly overrated, but you know. she's fantastic, dude. I like Cindy Lauper time she, after time. Come well, on. She wrote a song oh, called Female Masturbation, so uh, I'll, I'll yeah. give her credit for that. Yeah. And she was on The Apprentice, too, I think. So, yes. I often make that joke when I play She Bop on the 80s. Like, do you know what this song's about? I do. You should Google it. It's naughty. <laughs> <laughs> And that brings us to a close on the list and the vocal minority with Nick and Steve Olabruski. Clickbait, right? I mean, Clickbait that article. Crap. Pretty I, much. I think two people on there being overrated. The rest, yeah. How offensive. Nope. Agreed. I'm triggered. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. Find us online at vocalminority.net. Say goodbye, Bruski, please. Goodbye, Bruski. Test one, two. Test one, two. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. I can't believe I'm doing this with my pants off.